I thought I'd take this opportunity to do a quick episode on taking a look back at this year and looking ahead to next year. Because it feels like a lot of people have spoken to in the last couple of weeks. It just feels like the year's kind of died out. Like everyone's kind of had enough. A lot of people have been ill. And just a sense of the year's kind of slid into oblivion. But actually, I think it's a really nice opportunity just to firstly look back and just say, actually, we've got done lots this year. Actually, just take a moment just to look back and see how much you've done in the last 12 months. Because actually, it's going to have been a lot. I, I think it's been a tough year, but it's been a it's been a good year. It's kind of a, kind of a contradiction, but people have been getting lots done. But it's been kind of draining, so it's kind of kind of conflicted. Like lots of good things happened, but I but I think people are tired. So just take that moment to look back and go, hmm, what have what have what have I done? Maybe write it down. I think you might surprise yourself. But then if we look forward to next year. I think there are a few key things that we can do to really help ourselves start the year strong. And the first one for me is like, don't don't be a slave to your numbers. And what I mean by that is, I, th- I think we get locked into this view like, oh, this is what our budget is, this is what our numbers are. And this can have two, two sort of impacts. One is we can start feeling really under pressure to stick to these numbers and actually start moving away from the reason why we're doing things. And we become we can be driven by short term behaviours to try and catch up the numbers, but actually, what's more important is that we're still tracking towards our vision, which isn't always necessarily reflecting the numbers. So I think just being aware that you're not falling into a short term catch up behaviour, and secondly, just being free to make decisions. I mean, this is definitely something I did when I was running businesses. You feel like, oh, I can't make this decision because I don't have it. I don't have the budget for it. But you set the budget. The budget's done. I mean, for the moment, for the moment the year starts, all you really care about is that number in the bottom right-hand corner, the profit number. So actually, free yourself from that. And if, if let's say you want to do something, and the number's not in the budget, maybe it doesn't matter. The second thing I'd look at is just don't don't do it alone. I think as a founder, it can be quite isolating. I mean, there are lots of people around us. That's great. But not everyone understands what a founder's going through. It feels like a very enviable position. But the reality is for most founders, the sort of the truism of <laughs> you set up your own business to work twice as hard for half the money is, <laughs> is very true, certainly in the earlier stages. But actually having other people around you, whether it's founders, whether it's a coach, whether it's just friends who get it, means that you won't have the sense of isolation that a lot of founders feel because ultimately you are isolated in your own business because no one else can truly understand what you're going through and everyone else is looking to you for answers everyone else is looking to you for that energy someone's got to be there for you to give it back otherwise you're just constantly giving out that energy and that links nicely into the third thing which just you are your business so looking after yourself is looking after your business and I go back sort of six, seven years. I remember sitting in a room with sort of 10 other founders and we all scored ourselves on various things. And we all gave ourselves a score of four or lower on looking after yourself because it can feel quite self-indulgent. It can feel like it's important but not urgent. But actually investing in yourself, looking after yourself is one of the most important things you can do for your business because if you're showing up 
healthy, you've got energy, you can drive things forward. If you're showing up mentally well, you're going to show up and be a great example for your team. So it's okay to give yourself permission to look after yourself. And then I suppose the, the final thought I'd leave you with is this. I've just been thinking a lot about what, what I'm going to do next year and what I'm willing to do. It's, it's tempting to always experiment with things. And I love experimenting. But I've kind of got three rules for the year. And if it doesn't, if something doesn't tick all three of them, I'm not going to do it. So my three thoughts for, for what it's worth are one, do I enjoy it? Secondly, does it add value? And three, do I want to do it for a whole year? I hope that's helpful. Have a great Christmas, holidays, break. Enjoy it. And here's to a great 2023. If you found today's deep dive helpful, sign up to my monthly newsletter at peer-effect.com for more coaching insights, practical tips on growing a better business and developing as a CEO.